Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. Today, Sunday, we have a six-game NBA slate. There's a showdown slate earlier in the day, but I'm not going to be covering that one for the NBA today. Six-game NBA slate. Welcome if you're new here to the channel and the podcast. I appreciate it that you're joining me on your weekend to play a little NBA DFS. Maybe you're playing the second half of the XFL slate. I'll be live later today. I haven't done a live slate for the two or a live show for the two-game slate yet, but I think I will just for a little bit of fun and answer any Q&As you might have. But you can also jump into that for any NBA questions as well. Probably will go live sometime around 1030 or so for that or maybe 11. But thank you for being here. I appreciate it. If you take the time to hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel and the notification bell, really easy, free to do so simple helps me out a lot to reach more people grow this community that we have here, as well as hitting the subscribe button over on whichever podcast platform you're using. And if it just so happens to be Apple, you can take a couple seconds to leave a five star rate and review at the beginning, middle or end of this show whenever you think that you've gotten some sort of value for my content. I do appreciate that. I will quickly shout out that I do have projections available every single day for the NBA updated up and throughout lock with my interest pools updated minutes projections all of that they are already done today I'll be posting them shortly after this video if you're interested in that you can link it down below to patreon as well as some content for the XFL and PGA as those are in season and potentially the MLB when that gets here not quite sure what I want to do with the MLB season yet if I want to cover it again or not we will see and I'll make a decision pretty in an announcement pretty soon so thanks yet again for being here that being said, let's get into the video starting with all the injury news. Chicago, they don't technically have all their injury news out since they played last night and they didn't have to put in an injury report because they were playing last night. But based on what happened last night and what's been happening since before the All-Star break, I'm putting one Carter Jr. and Luke Cornett as doubtful. Seems like Cornett's injury is going to last a little while. And on the second night of a back-to-back, I'm not sure if they really push Wendell Carter Jr., I have Denzel Valentine as questionable. Chandler Hutchinson is actually probably leaning more towards downfall because he just got a shot in his shoulder, so it doesn't seem like on a back-to-back they'll push him. Chris Dunn remains out with a knee injury, so lots of injury news here. I think what you're going to continue to get is just more minutes out of Ryan Archidiacono, Kobe White, uh, because of the Chris Dunn news, because of Chandler Chandler Hutchinson. You just get a little bit of a bump for Thad Young, Tomas Sadoransky, Shaq Harrison. Um, and then with all these big news out with Luke Cornett, no Wendell Carter, still no Laurie Markham, you're just going to get the big minutes split between probably Daniel Gafford and Cristiano Felicio, making them both at their really cheap price points in play today. Golden State, no Draymond, and you have a questionable Marquise Chris. No Dray- Draymond means it's a fantastic situation, especially with Glenn Robinson III now in, and even starting last night for the Sixers and Alec Burks out of there in Golden State. It just means that Eric Paschal might be able to see 35 minutes a play or so. Marquise Chris being questionable, track that news because I do think he is impactful for today's slate. Uh, for Indiana, Victor Oladipo is doubtful with a back injury. That's not great for him. And Edmund Sumner is questionable with a hip. That's not great for him. Track the Sumner news because that's 10 more minutes that can potentially go to Aaron Holiday, um, TJ McConnell. Right now I have, I believe, TJ McConnell and Aaron Holiday each at 20 minutes of play. They both look like just very low-end values that I'm not really sure you have to get to at this point today. Uh, in Minnesota, no no, no studs pretty much. No Carl Anthony Towns still, no D'Angelo Russell. You're going to see Malik Beasley being the highest-priced player in the Minnesota Timberwolves today. And with that being said, it means that he's definitely going to be in play, having to play big minutes today. Najri got the start at center last time out, played 30 plus minutes, 32 minutes for Carl Anthony Towns in place of him. He looks yet again good today, in my opinion. Uh, you have a lot of just players that potentially can see boosts with no D'Angelo Russell, Jared Culver, Jordan McLaughlin, 
these players, potentially Josh Okoji, can play any any of them, might play 28 to 32 plus minutes today. I have them all right around that 28 to 30 minute mark. It makes them all look pretty much relatively in play. McLaughlin's the best point per minute producer, but his minutes might be the most sketchy today. In OKC, Dennis Shooter is questionable with an ankle. Track that status. It would give more minutes to um, Terrence Ferguson, pretty much. Just some more players off the bench, like Dort. You have Portland, no Damian Lillard. Um, you have no Mario Hazonia. Uh, you're just going to get CJ McCollum playing huge minutes again and more productive with those minutes. Gary Trent and Trevor Ariza both played 35 in the last game. I have Trevor Ariza at 35. I have Gary Trent at 34 today. And I have Anthony Simons at 28. They all look like uh, serviceable values. And then in Toronto, no Marcus All, still no Norman Powell, and no Patrick McCall. You just pretty much get more OG and OB minutes since there's no McCall. Um, you get some more. Terrence Davis minutes off the bench since there's no Norman Powell as well. And then no Marcus All just means Serge Ibaka and Chris Bouchard for the most part will be splitting up those five minutes. I'll quickly stop on the target offense sheet here. I'll also shout out Fantasy Draft. That's the picture up above. Uh, they are offering rate-free DFS. It's not no promotion or gimmick. It's the way their business model is set up on a subscription service. And if you're depositing $100 in this week to DraftKings, 15% of that's automatically going to rake. Long-term, 30% of that, $30 or so is going to rake. Fantasy Draft, 50 cents of it is going to rake in the form of their subscription package a month. So just be sure to get wiser with where you're playing. Like if you want to play huge contests and you know that you have $100 and you don't care if you lose it and you're just trying to go for $100,000, yeah, DraftKings and FanDuel is probably the place for you. If you're somebody grinding cash games, you're losing 10 to 15% on your cash games on DraftKings when you can go play the exact same dollar, $5, $10, $20, $50 heads up over on Fantasy Draft, right? So just, just be wise with the game selection that you have. That is linked up down below. I'll link their NBA contests below on the podcast and the YouTube channel. Appreciate it. If you check that out, here you go. Here's the target offense sheet. Just just take a peep at it. We're going to get right into the early interest today. Um, but the highest totals on the slate, New Orleans, a 123 total right now in a game that has a 238 total. That's the highest game total, highest team total. New Orleans, eight-point favorites over Golden State. It's going to be hard to avoid some of these Pelicans today. Now, they're priced up and priced appropriate um, depending on the minutes and the run they've been getting as of late. But when you have a team, when you have a team total that is four points higher than anybody else on the slate, uh, it's it's something that's going to grab my attention, especially in a matchup against Golden State. Golden State on the opposite side doesn't have Draymond. Obviously, doesn't have D'Angelo Russell anymore. You have a team that has a great matchup against New Orleans, and although they're eight point underdogs, they still have a one fifteen team total here. We'll get into a good amount of Golden State players that I like today. Marquise Chris. If he's out, just break everything loose, and and you might just be playing a lot of small ball in this um, in this New Orleans uh, front court. Denver's the second highest team total, 119.25. They are 14-point favorites over the Minnesota Timberwolves that do not have Russell or Towns yet again uh, today. 14-point favorites. Yikes if this one stays close. But um, that being said, they do just find themselves in a great situation on defensive matchup-wise. I mean, you're going to have Naj Reed and, and James Johnson trying to stop Nikola Jokic now. Jokic might only play three and a half quarters and get uh, only 28 minutes of run, but he can still get it done triple-double in that amount of time in this matchup. I'm going to go over to the early interest here. So I have 19 early interests listed. These early interests come based off of my projections that today are already out. So these are players that I do like, um, but you can get my projections over on Patreon. They'll update throughout the day based on injury news. I'll link them up right now above if you want to check them out. Also, by the time you're here on this spot, you might get or like the, the structure of these types of videos, check out some of my other videos on the channel and be sure, be sure to hit the subscribe button on either the podcast version or over here on YouTube. Really do appreciate it. But there's not a lot of payup options today. Like Jokic, I think he's in play. He's not out of my player pool on, on this six-game slate currently in the morning. I'm looking at my player pool right now over here in my projections. I currently have 52 players in a player pool. That's, that's that's normal for me. I probably will get that chopped down to 45 or 50 or somewhere in there, depending on how much value there is. But no towns in the slate. 
no D'Angelo Russell. There's just no real payup options on this slate. Yes, Jokic is in the 10K range, barely. But then it's Zach Levine at 9,100 as your next best payup option. And I think he looks good today against Washington. Don't get me wrong. Washington's defense is dead last in the league. They play at an extremely fast pace. Um, they give up a ton of point-per-minute production. So a guy who's going to play 36 minutes as like a 1.3 fantasy point-per-minute guy over the last 30 days. I think Levine looks really good here. CJ McConnell is priced all the way up $2,000 more than he was last time, as he should be. Drops 50 points in 37 minutes with Damian Lillard out. And now, yet again, I think I'm going to put him at 37 minutes. He grades out nice. Like, don't get me wrong. He, he grades out for 45 or so fantasy points. But, um, and I could pull the exact amount up right here. But it's, it's not as if I have him grading out for like 44 and a half fantasy points. And that's probably a little bit low and he still looks nice. So it can only go up from there, I guess, is what you can say. Um, but it's it's a situation that he is now priced up to where he almost should be. I'd say he's like a $9,000 player without Lillard in there. So you still get value. It's just not like the slam dunk value that you got last time. It's still not. Um, it's it's like rankings wise, if I rank the value of Damian Lillard today, and it, let's, 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 let me put him at an additional fantasy point production. So we're just doing this on the fly live. He ranks out as my 20th best play of the day today and that's factoring in a ton of guys who are like three thousand dollar slat and just point per dollar wise are going to be better so if i try and rank that out of anybody above seven thousand dollars he would rank out as my and there's not a lot of options he would rank out as my best play above seven thousand dollars anything above six thousand dollars he would rank out as my um, third best play so or second best play point per dollar wise so obviously he's in play today but it's just the nature of the slate being extremely balanced like you can load up on a ton a ton of 6k guys and 7k guys and not have to touch anything else but yeah McCollum's going to look a lot better than I even originally thought here um, Brandon Ingram look he, he's going to be playing 33 or 34 minutes a night he's below 7k he's in the best matchup he possibly can get for the type of way that he plays against Golden State today especially in transition I like him now you get to this loaded 5k range pretty much Marquise Chris I'll be fine with him playing 28 minutes against um, Derek Favors and New Orleans in a great matchup at 6,200. But now you get Derek Rose, who in the previous game on Popcorn Machine is not updated yet for the All-Star break game, sadly. But in the previous game, he only plays 23 minutes, but it's a blowout. I have him projected for like 29 today, 28. It makes him look good. He can end up playing 32 if the game stays close, and it'll look really good there. Malik Beasley at 5,800. Have him projected for 36 minutes today because there's just nobody else to take these minutes, and he looks like the number one scoring option on the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, Sands, Carl Anthony Towns, Cat, and D'Lo D'Angelo Russell. Carmelo Anthony's price did not get the bump, although he should play in a close game. 33 minutes, he should see around a point-per-minute production with no Lillard on the court. Yes, I like that a good amount. Najid at 5,500 projected him for 30 minutes today, not the 32 we saw last time, but there's surely that upside. It is a tough matchup, but he's a great point-per-minute producer. Even if I pull Najid down from his 1.2 fantasy point-per-minute production this year to like a 1.08 guy, Still looks good today. Will Barton playing 33 minutes a game. Price point has dropped because Jamal Murray has been extremely, extremely effective as well as Paul Millsap's return uh, being effective on the glass. It's just hurting all the things that Will Barton does. Assist percentage going to Murray. Rebounding rate going back to Millsap. Jokic obviously doing all of those things. So I still think he has a ceiling and in play, especially in this matchup. Kobe White at 5,200. Price point coming up makes him less appealing, but the matchup makes it very appealing. Derek Favors at 51. Only put him at 24 minutes of play today. And just a little peek behind the curtain here for Derek Favors at just um, at currently just 24 minutes of play. And he played 26 in the last one. He obviously has the upside to play a little bit more than that. I end up getting Derek Favors in around 20. Where is he? Derek Favors I end up getting for around 26 fantasy points. So obviously a good option there. And if he plays two or three more minutes, I'll project him closer to the 30 plus range. 
Uh, Paul Millsap returns. He looks fine. So Ishmith at 5,000, I have him for 29 minutes against Chicago. It's a good matchup, especially when you're down Chris Dunn and, and a lot of other defensive pieces, Chandler Hutchinson on that team. So I think Ishmith looks fine. Nothing of a ceiling on him, I don't think, but I think he looks fine. Same thing can be said for Jordan Poole. Paul Millsap returned and played 26 minutes, or he returned into a, a more prominent role in this offense, played 26 minutes. I have him projected for just 24 today, and he still looks good. Eric Pascal might be the best play in the slate, honestly. Um, no, I'm projecting him for 34 minutes. No Draymond Green, no Glenn Robinson, Draymond due to injury, Glenn Robinson due to a trade. I have Eric Pascal projected out for 34 minutes in over 28, 29 fantasy points. So he looks like the best play in the slate, in my opinion. Jordan McLaughlin. So McLaughlin, Jarrett Culver, Josh Joshikoji, depending on who starts and who gets more minutes, obviously is going to be just a better play, but we don't know that news right now. Um, but McLaughlin, Okoji, Culver, I have them all like around 28 to 30 minutes just because D'Angelo Russell's 35 minutes of play, I have to get picked up somewhere. Trey Lyles has sneakily been consistently playing for about three or four games now, like 28 plus minutes. If I put him at 28 today at 3,900, he looks like a, a very good value. Trey Lyles would grade out for me as a like a top 17, top 18 play today at 3,900. Daniel Gafford and Cristiano Felicio are both going to grade out extremely effective for me because I put them each, I believe I gave Cristiano Felicio 22 minutes and Daniel Gafford 24 minutes. At those types of projections, I get Felicio for around 20 fantasy points, Gafford for around 23. They're both priced at 35 and 3,200 respectively. That is ideal. Those are slam dunk price points at that point. I just don't know if that's where the minutes go. Keep a close eye on the injury news of Denzel Valentine today of Luke Cornett and, and just make sure that these guys are actually ruled out Wendell Carter. But that's it. Six game slate, a little bit more of an abbreviated video today as Sunday morning. Have to go uh, do some personal things, but appreciate you all tuning in to this video. Check out my XFL live stream where you could also ask some NBA questions. I'll probably, we'll call it around 11 a.m. I'll, I'll end up doing that one today. East Coast time for maybe about a half hour, 45 minutes. So be sure to tune into that one over here on YouTube or on Sportscaster or on Twitch. Be sure to give me a follow on Twitter, updated statistics and content updates going over there as well and just some helpful tweets. But lastly, the biggest thing is if you can hit the subscribe button. If you're just listening at home right now because it's the weekend or maybe you are working on the weekend, a weekend a warrior there. Um, if you can hit the subscribe button on the podcast version, it's Apple. If you can leave the five-star rate interview, say something nice about the show. All weekend long, I am running a $50 giveaway to all people who subscribe. Uh, and if you also review the podcast, you get three entries instead of one, one for subscribing on each platform. You can subscribe and follow on as many as you would like. And then over here on YouTube, if you subscribe and hit the notification bell, as well as leave a nice comment, that will also count all of that combined as one entry. So be sure to head over to the podcast version and do that if you're already there. Thank you. Appreciate everybody tuning into this video. My name's Sal. You already know that. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.